The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All right, tomorrow is Black Friday. This is our biggest and best sale of the year at the Skinny Confidential. We never do sales. I would say we do one, maybe two a year. And this sale is legit. First of all, you get 25% off individual products. So like you can get the ice roller or the pink balls or a razor for 25% off. But the best part, and we literally never do this. I don't think we've ever done this ever, is it's 30% off the kits too. So you can go on there and get the instant facelift kit, which comes with our de-puffing oil, the Skinny Confidential ice roller, and the pink balls. And you get 30% off. Here's what I would do. I would go on the site and I would just buy some for Christmas gifts. <laughs> so like all my friends are texting me how they just bought like a bunch of ice rollers and they'll just wrap them and put them in their closet and like they're ready to go. So if you're looking to depuff your face, little facial massage, some depuffing oil, even a face razor, the face razor fits perfect in a stocking, just saying, we have you covered. All you're going to do is go to shopskinnyconfidential.com tomorrow and you are going to shop the sale. I'm telling you guys, this is our biggest and best sale of the year. Shopskinnyconfidential.com. Let's talk about Aminos, Keon, one of our favorite new products. If you listen to episode 507 with Angelo Keeley, you heard all about amino acids, essential aminos, and the missing ingredient to losing weight and building lean muscle. I got turned on to Keon years ago, and it's been a huge game changer for my fitness journey, weight loss building muscle, keeping muscle. I tend to have a rough time keeping muscle on if I'm on the go. We've talked about it on this show all the time. I forget to eat sometimes. I get really busy. And muscle is really hard to keep if you're not having these essential amino acids. Enter Keon. Keon Aminos is my fundamental supplement for fitness. That is the one supplement to help my body stay toned all year round. Take Keon Aminos every day, any time of day to naturally boost energy, to satiate hunger, and to support fat loss and a toned physique. So the way that I use this product is every time I'm about to go to the gym, about an hour before I have this in a scoop of water, one scoop of Keon, and then when I'm working out, I actually use this with a little bit of creatine to get a better workout. So during the workout, it's giving me more energy. It's giving me more focus. I feel like I get a little bit of a better pump. Lauren loves it. Everybody loves it. And it's something I just think is essential to add to your fitness routine. Another way I do it when I have my off days is I take Keon Aminos first thing in the morning to jumpstart my metabolism and then use it as a snack and anytime I have a craving for something sweet. It's backed by over 20 years of clinical research, highest quality ingredients, no fillers or junk, undergoes rigorous quality testing and tastes amazing with natural flavors. You can now save 20% on monthly deliveries and 10% on one-time purchases. Just go to getkeon.com skinny. That's G-E-T-K-I-O-N dot com slash skinny to get my fundamental supplement for fitness, Keon Aminos. Enjoy. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential. Him and her. Aha. It was this gateway that opened everything up in my mind. Like, literally anything is possible. Rob Deerdick just partnered with me, put a lot of money in here, believes in me, believes in what I want to build. So we went out, we said, okay, we're going to use this money to build the brand. We're going to do research. We're going to get ready to the point where we're ready to stand this thing up and push it out. And then we'll make a decision whether or not we really want to do that. We can fucking do anything. 
Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. Hope you're kicking back, relaxing, getting ready to get into a food coma today on Thanksgiving Day. Enjoying some of that juicy, juicy turkey. That sounded very pervy. I'm very sorry. Guys, I am personally very thankful for all of you that continue to tune into this show week after week. It's crazy to think that Lauren and I started this thing almost seven years ago, not to date and age myself, but really crazy to think it feels just like it was just like yesterday that we started this thing. And now, you know, close to 550 episodes later. Today, we have another incredible episode. We have Chris Bernard, also known as Bernie on the show today, talking all things entrepreneurship, how to start a business, how to build a brand, how to find partners, how to optimize your life. So many different topics. We recently just had Chris's business partner, Rob Deerdick on the show, and you guys love that episode. So we thought, okay, we're going to have Chris on as well. And this one also doesn't fail to deliver. So again, Chris is coming on the show today to share another perspective on life, optimization, how to build something people care about, how to take something from nothing, how to find partners, how to raise money. So much is in this episode. With that, Chris Bernard, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Enjoy. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. I don't know if you know this, but we saw a little prototype the other day. <laughs> we did this whole interview with Rob. Yeah. And out of nowhere, he's such a smooth operator. He like goes into his pocket at the end of the interview and pulls out this like pink mind right bar. And I it, like it just it was kind of a crazy way to end the episode because we went into so many different directions. I don't know if he told you that. Yeah, he told me everything. You know, it's funny because we, we, we knew that we both were going to come on the show separately. And I said, hey. It would be amazing to present Lauren and Michael with a product that fits them really well. Oh, it's your idea. Oh, yeah. Did he take credit for it? <laughs> I don't know. We got to go, we gotta go review uh, the tape. Rob, did you take credit for it? Rob, I'm going to go review the tape. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You presented us with that product. And the whole interview I was telling you off air, I was floored at how strategic and smart, elevated. I mean, just so many nice things that. Rob was on the show. Yeah. It was one of my favorite interviews. And I was so excited to interview you because I want to know how you one approached him and pitched him. Like, tell us what the pitch was for Mind Right. Uh, honestly, when I first met him, we were introduced through a friend. I had never met Rob. And, you know, he's like, Rob, Rob Deerdick's running this venture studio. He's building brands. He's looking for operators, people that have had experience doing these things before. I think you guys would have a lot to talk about. So I made the appointment and I'm going to see Rob Dudek. <laughs> I mean, like you grow up watching Robin Big and Fantasy Factory and Ridiculousness. And it's like pretty big deal. And he walks in, big hand slap, high five, hug. Come on in, sit down. I want to I hear everything about you from the day you left your mother's womb till you sat down in this chair. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, don't get me started. And I literally sat there talking about myself for almost an hour. When I went to that first meeting with him, I had brought a company that I had been working on for some time that I was exiting my role as CEO. I was moving on to do some consulting to, you know, get a better headspace on what I was doing. I wasn't happy with where I was at. I was in a really bad mental place. And that's kind of how the journey started. Was it and because that business had like burned you out or just- It burned me out. I invested a lot of money, a lot of our family's money into this business. I learned major lessons in partnerships and how to partner with the right people. And and avoiding the wrong partnerships. And I think like I look back and, you know, I have a relationship with most of the people that I partner with, but it's better today than it was while in it. But it was it was toxic and and just completely taxing on me mentally, physically. I was 30 pounds overweight. I was I was not being a good husband. I was not being a good father. 
I got four kids. That's my number one priority is being a good husband and, and a father. And I just, I wasn't, I wasn't, it was bad. So I had to take that hard decision where put all of my family's, you know, hard earned money into this business, ran it for three years. We had great growth, but couldn't sustain the funding, you know, partnerships, a lot of, a lot of cooks in the kitchen, pulling money out of the business when it should have been in the business growing and, and, and helping with self and things like that. I digress. So I meet Rob and I take with me the brand. I take a couple products and I, I, you know, I'm like, at, at the very least, maybe he's interested in investing in this as I'm exiting. And I tell him my whole story. I'm there for, you know, hour, about five minutes left. I'm like, oh, by the way, this is Buff Bake. And I want to introduce you to this product. And it's, you know, better for you snacking, protein. And he, he tries one. He's like, he's like, I like the product. He's like, but I really like you. I think there's something that we could do together. He's like, come back with an idea. Okay. So he set this, he, he planted the seed for me to come back with an idea. And I was so excited that I went back and I came up with a couple, couple fun concepts and nothing that really like was like, you know, earth shattering, you know, groundbreaking, but things that I thought he might be interested in. And one was something that you've recently been part of a vegan cookie dough. And I, I built the concept and I, I came into him, but I just, in my heart, I was like, it doesn't, fit me. Like it's, it doesn't fit my lifestyle. There's no need state here. There's no, it's just another cookie or another healthy snack. And you weren't going to be the end consumer. For no, I wasn't one. the end consumer. And I, cause I'm not vegan, but I, I, you know, I, if it tasted good, I would eat it, but I wasn't the end consumer. And I, when I pitched him, I, my heart wasn't in it. I knew, cause I knew it just wasn't what it, it wasn't the thing. And so I left and I was a little disappointed in myself. And I got a text from his COO and he's like, He's like, you got you, it's in you, it's in you. Bring it back, bring it back, take your time and bring it back. So it gave me a second chance to come back, which doesn't happen. So you know, Rob and I just like we're just building this relationship where it was becoming something. And that, that's something that I learned to really appreciate with him. So I went back and I just thought about the past year on how I had exited this business and how I turned my mental state around through diet, exercise, and finding nootropics. And I started dabbling with nootropics and I started wondering, like, could you pair these? with other superfoods that support brain health, specifically how you feel, mood, energy, and focus. And I started playing with it a little bit. I'm like, I think there's something here. And I took it to a friend of mine who I became with friends with over the years. He works for a manufacturer. He does all the R&Ding for the manufacturing facility. So like this guy sees everything. I brought him the concept and he was like, this is really good. And he called me that night. He's like, I want in. He goes, I, I, obviously I'll need to Exit at some point because it's, it's not right to the company, but I want in. So I knew there was something there. So I was like, all right, let me get to work. And we just, we sat and just created this deck that just came together from, you know, starting at the end. Like, what does this look like at the exit? And worked our way backwards. And it was just such a cool idea to put together this platform of products that supported your mood, energy, and focus. All the while focused on brain health. And, and what were some of these ingredients that you had been experimenting with to kind of get your own mind right before? Some of the more entry-level type nootropics. L-theanine, it's great for focus, calm state of alert. Love that. Ashwagandha, reduces cortisol levels. Great for focus, great for recovery, but really just creating a calmer state. And then some just more like, how do you get more antioxidants? Ginseng's loaded with antioxidants. Lion's mane, a really great one. Creates um, BDNF, cr cr crosses the blood-brain barrier, helps with neural pathways. Love lion's mane. And so like we just started experimenting. It was like, it was just came together so beautifully where I went to, I went back to Rob. I'm like, I got it. And he's like, let's book the appointment. I got it. 
And I went in and I had created with this food formulator bars, nut butters, bites, coffee creamer. And it, it was like, <laughs> it's really hard to formulate products, but we just did it so quickly because it just, it just felt right and it tasted good. We led with taste. I went in with this silver big briefcase and it was like, it could have been strapped to my arm. <laughs> Little theatrics for Rob because he really loved it. I put it on the table. I went to the presentation. He stands up at the end. He's like, that was the, that was amazing. He goes, I can't even believe the vision and how detailed you had everything laid out in your marketing plan and your, your strategy and all. He's like, I'm blown away. He goes, what's in the box? And I like turned it around and I, I had forgotten to open it. And I opened it. And I'm like, these are the products. And he's like, oh, so like this is what it would look like? I'm like, no. These are, these are like 95% finished formulation set for our group to start testing and, and, and doing some R&D with. And he's just blown away. So he looked at his COO and he, he looked back and he's like, I'm in. I want to be your partner in this. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going to invest up to X amount and then we'll see what happens and we'll go from there. Looking back now, what do you think the mistake most people, like so many people are looking for that idea or that thing and that, you know, that concept to pitch and get funding for that, that company to start. What do you think the, you know, doing it kind of two different ways, what do you think the big pitfalls that people make are? I think the biggest pitfall is um, creating something that has a unique selling position because, you know, I want to start a gym. Okay. Well, what's different about your gym? What, what, what sets you apart from everyone else? What is your unique selling position? And I think that's what people are looking for, right? Like you need a hook, you need something different. You need, it can't be me too. It's gotta be something extraordinary or different that fills someone's need. And I think, you know, looking at trends, doing research was something that I was never, you know, excited about. I never invested money because I thought it was a waste of money to do that. I'm like, no, this is a great product. It's gonna work. It's gonna, you know, my friends love it. My family loves it. Friends and family are, are probably the worst people to talk to when, when building a business. I think it's, you got to go to the source. You got to find your audience. That's something that Rob stressed immensely in the beginning. He didn't want to do anything until we tested, 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 tested. And the findings were like shocking. Like I, I thought it was going to be about enhanced performance and performance-based and co- cognition and no. And I thought it was men. I thought it was going to be for men. And no, it was women was you know, 25 to 32 was our core demographic. She's into mindset, personal development. She's just got married. She's all about, you know, leveling up and, and, and finding balance in her life. And I'm like, this is crazy. But the key factors that came out of it was, I want to feel good. I want to be energized. I want to be focused. If you could find products that support me in those areas. And that's how we kind of landed with mood, energy, and focus. If someone's listening and they're like, I want to start a business, I have this idea. You talked about working backwards. Yes. What are your sort of bullets to work backwards? Like, do you start with, say, let's say you want to sell this company for $500 million. Yeah. You write that down and then you work back from there. What's the process like? I'd like to know for my own yeah, self well, self too. For me, I think it's, you know, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be, I want to exit this. I want to build something to exit it. It could be, I want a sustainable revenue source that's a profitable business that could be run for generations. For me, is I, I would like to sell this company at some point and, and, and put it in the hands of someone that could really take it to the next level and, and do something really cool with it because I think it's an amazing platform. So for me with this, I, I would love to see an exit. I start thinking about, okay, who are, the, who are the businesses out there that might be interested in something like this? Maybe it's a Mondelez or Unilever or, or Pepsi. What are they looking for? How, how are we building the business from a sales distribution point that 
would leave room for them to bring value because I can get it so far, but if I've already done the things that they're going to bring in to create value, then maybe they're not the right suitor. So it's, it's building direct to consumer, Amazon, some of, the, some of the more natural markets and allow room for some of those bigger players to come in and build distribution, or maybe it's marketing or another channel where they bring value to that business. So you think about it from the beginning and you say, okay, like eventually, like these are the metrics that we're going to hit to position it so that yes. a company like that could come in and do what they do best. But in order for them to do that, we have to build this first part first right. so that it's enticing for them to come in and say, hey, we can get this and we're going to buy it for 500. But after it's in our network and our distribution, it's worth a billion. Exactly. Do you build this so the brands like the Pepsi that you're talking about approach you or do you do you go and court them? I think early stages, you court them. You let them know you're there. You let them know. You make some noise. I think it's beginning stages. You start relationships. And I've never said no to an early meeting, like whether or not we were going to take money from VC or private equity. I always take those meetings for the most part. And we start building relationships and we let people know what, what's happening, where we're going. And you know when we're there, we'll, we'll let you know. How do you structure your day? Because Rob was very specific about his time. And do you, you go in an egg? No, no, yeah, no egg for me. No, but, but Rob like has like all these like details that he told us about. And I'm just wondering if that has influenced your day. You have four children. Yes. Okay. So like give us some tips. There's a lot of people listening that have a lot of kids and they yeah. need the tips of how to execute businesses. I think as an entrepreneur, I mean, number one, Having the buy-in from your partner is really important because when you make that choice, you're not on that roller coaster alone. You're bringing your entire family with you. So you need buy-in, right? Like I think having, having my wife Maritza just completely bought in and, and on board with boundaries, of course, we set and making time for each other is really important. So I think for us, it's, you know, getting up early is really important because if I want any time for myself, I have to get up before the kids. And what time? <laughs> I mean, like it's, I get up at five, but now all of a sudden these little fuckers are getting up the same time. <gasps> yeah. It's kind of scary. So I just, after, actually after talking to, it was like a uh, slew of interviews we did, Rob being one of them. We were just in LA and we batched a bunch and there was like all of these high performers that yeah, came on and yes. they're like, and, and with kids are like, Hey, I'm up early. And I started yeah. thinking about like, normally I'm up six thirty seven. Yeah. But to your point, now we have two kids. And I'm like, I have no time unless I get up when nobody's running around in the house. The problem with you 530 motherfuckers is this. I wake up at seven. He's bouncing off the walls like yeah. he just smoked a crack pipe. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, whoa, whoa, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you matching my energy? Yeah. And I'm like, I literally just opened my oh, eyes. He is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're morning person. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a, my, my dad was one of those guys when I was growing up. They were just like walk in, slam the lights on, full box, say, get yeah, up. You get know, up. like that. There was no like, yeah. I didn't like heard like, I don't know, they like pet her hair or like put some meditation. No, I like to be woken up like a cat. So like I've always been like, if my eyes are awake, I'm awake. What's that like? Uh, like a cat. It's like, like, it's like, I like a little bit of music, the light oh, yeah, to come yeah. up. It I like a, the sun a... to shine in. I like <laughs> him to put the covers over me and pat my head. Like, I just like a very soft wake up. You can imagine. Maybe some flutes. If yeah. you grew up. <laughs> some angels with harps. Yeah. Like in the, in the beginning of our marriage, it was a contention because we, yeah. I, I, I was You've just like, a up, little you know? bit right. better. You did interrupt me during my meditation today for absolutely no reason, but that's a different story. Okay. So, okay. so, so you wake up early. Go yeah, ahead. I mean, listen, all high performers, they get up early. It's, it's, it's that part of high performers. I mean, it's. You check the box. Listen, you guys are in. You have young kids. It's different. My youngest is now eight. My baby's eight. So it's easier. He's on his own program and my oldest is 14. So she's on a whole other program. <laughs> and um, 
which by the way, it gets harder, harder. <laughs> I thought it was going to get easier. It gets harder. Just to oh, stop. Don't, don't even. Sorry. Chris. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell us that. <laughs> okay. Um, so, we're telling ourselves it's going to get easier. Yeah. But it, it gets easier. Then it gets a little harder. Oh, okay. You guys are going to be fine. You guys. So you wake okay, up. So get up. I do a quick prayer meditation. I'll read a little bit and then I'll go to the gym. So I'll read like 15 minutes of something just to kind of get moving. I'll go to the gym or for a run or for a walk. Maritza, my wife, she hogs the sauna. We got a sauna, which is game changer. So by the way, I'm not allowed in the sauna with her anymore. <laughs> it's what, her, what happened there? It's her alone time. She's still claustrophobic and just, you know. It's probably because you guys talk and talk and talk well, and we've talk. Been up since five in the no, morning. No, you guys talk your whole so, thoughts out. It's like a scroll. It is. It is. Yeah. So that's her time. I give her her time. She needs her space. I give her space. So Jim, come back. The kids are rocking and rolling. They're getting dressed. And then it's make lunches. And then I drive them to school. Maritza does the pickups. And then it's off to work. I'm, I'm there by nine. First calls by 10. I try to like not schedule calls until 10. Just to kind of give me a little time to get prepped and ready to go. And it just, it works for me. I agree with that tip, yeah. by the way. There's nothing worse than looking at your schedule and having a 9 a.m. call. When, I feel like you don't have your bearings together. Yeah. It's we're, so much better to have a midday call. Yeah, we were talking about Texas. Like one of the best things is, we, so we have office here and then we have people on the East yeah. Coast. So being here, like by the time it's 11 a.m. here, I've gotten all this. And like the, yeah. the company or the team over there is just getting in the office at like nine. So I'm like. That is a big plus. Yeah. It's, a, you it's know, a huge plus. You're from New yeah. York. Yeah. You know that. And in New York, but, you're only an hour behind, which is not that bad. But three hours behind, as you know, that's challenging. Yeah, you're catching up. Yeah. Living in California is harder. All right. So I have been very open about my thyroid journey on this podcast. It all started after I had Zaza. I started to notice that I was tired all the time. I could literally nap at the drop of a hat. And I went and got everything tested and found out more about my thyroid. And what I started doing was really focusing on thyroid health. And one of the things that I do is I take a thyroid plus formula and it's the one by JS Health Vitamins. She actually was on the podcast and had recommended it to me months before she came on. And what it does is it just really helps support the thyroid. So it contains iodine and selenium for a healthy thyroid. And it also helps with hormones for like a boost of energy and metabolism because the thyroid can make you feel really tired. If you're going to pick up the thyroid from her, I would also recommend checking out her Vitality X plus collagen blend. This is what she loves the most. She talked about it on our podcast. She does a scoop every single morning and she just swears by it for a radiant glow. And let me tell you in person, she was definitely glowing. She has like a huge array of vitamins and everything is GMO free. It's made with ingredients you can trust. And it's even up to the high Australian standards. So they have an exclusive discount just for you. You're going to head to jshealthvitamins.com slash discount slash skinny. You get 15% off the entire range and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. You can also go to our show notes for the info. That's jshealthvitamins.com slash discount slash skinny. I have the ultimate hack for you guys. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I open my credit card bill and I see 18 things that I don't understand for subscriptions that I don't even know I have and don't even realize that I forgot to cancel. It is one of my biggest pet peeves. 
we have these smartphones. We're running around all the time. We're signing up for all this stuff and then we're just paying for it consistently. And we don't even realize what we're paying for anymore. This is why I love this app, Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is one of the best ways to manage your subscriptions. Make sure that you're not wasting money. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account or a Netflix account or just some kind of app on your phone like Headspace or something else, something that you're just not using anymore, but that you're consistently paying for in a time where you need to be cautious with dollars, which is every time and where you need to be watching your pocketbook. This is such a great platform because it helps you manage these unwanted subscriptions and get them off. As I mentioned, the app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for whatever you don't want. It is one of the most effective ways to cancel subscriptions because it shows it all in one place and makes it easy. No more going to the site and trying to track it down with all that old password. You just go to one place and boom, cancel it right then and there. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com skinny. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com skinny. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com skinny. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com skinny. You mentioned earlier before you started MindRight, you you had another business and you said that you weren't a good husband and you weren't a good dad. What do you mean by that? And how have you changed since launching MindRight? I mean, when I say wasn't good, I wasn't I wasn't giving them what they needed. Right. Like I'm always stressed. I'm not I made it was about me and how I felt and they're living in my world in in an unfair way. You know, I wasn't I wasn't at every practice or I wasn't as patient as I could be with their, you know, fraction homework or whatever it was. And and then for for me and Maritza, like she is very specific with what her love language is. What's her get love language? This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, um, please, please. What's well, Laura tries to take all the languages. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, all, I'm <laughs> all. What's hers? <laughs> it's quality time. Quality time. Yeah. And so, so you weren't hitting that. No, because I thought like I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a giver and I. I do a lot and I, you know, I'm there for the kids and I pick ups and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm giving her time and space and I'm taking care of a lot of things, but that's not what she needs. She needs to spend time with me one-on-one, no phone, no work. And it's, it's, it's just like, it took me a really long time to understand that that's what she needs and that's what I need to do to make her happy. And it works. When, when what was your childhood? Like when your, when your parents gave you love yeah. and affection, what did that look like? I had kind of a tough childhood. My, I, Grew up with single mom. My dad was actually incarcerated for the majority of my life. So which I was the kid growing up that was always making excuses why his dad wasn't there. So I had to watch my mom just grind, just work really hard to like keep our life stable. But it, and it created this really um, scarcity mindset, you know, fear mindset that at any minute the bottom was going to fall out. And it's something that actually hurt me for a long time because I live my life like that. Like, okay, I'm not, this is the, I'm not going to have any more money after this. Like, or I'm going to lose it or I'm not going to have it. Or the, you know, we got to keep paying for the house or this is going to happen. And just, I lived this life of fear and it, I let it creep into my business and my marriage with Maritza because I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know that I, I could be more and, and have an abundant life and think about, you know, things and investments as opportunities rather than possible failures. Yeah, well, the I kept reason thinking I, about the wrong way. 
the reason I ask is because if that was maybe how your mother was, maybe that's how you interpreted a love was she was out there providing and working for you. And so in a way you're doing the same thing, thinking that's what you're supposed to do as an adult. The re- we talk about this all Pretty the time good. on the show. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, the reason being is we, we've done so many of yeah. these and I've, as I've gotten older, I start to think about like how much the way I was parented or my, my childhood looked like affects you as an adult. What did your, what did your parents do that you think that you're lovely? Well, I think the same thing is like, I grew up with a working mom as well and a dad and like, but, and they were, uh, and I also grew up in a time I remember being like three years old and my dad was in real estate and that's when the yeah. the nineties happened, you know, and it was like the bottom fell out. And I remember like maybe like subconsciously, like they were so stressed at that time because they were probably like, Hey, we got two kids. We're barely hanging on. And you know, I would remember my mom coming home at like 10 or 11 at night working. And so I think like part of that in my early years translated into like that scarcity, yeah. you know, mindset because like, this is how I, I've got to compensate and overperform because you feel like, again, the bottom could fall at any time. And it's funny because my sister, both my sisters are three years younger than nine years younger. And they grew up in a completely different circumstance. Like my parents started doing well again and everything was fine. And so like they're in a way, even though we had the same childhood, they, and it was a different era with different like financial means. And like, they don't have any of that kind of stress. So it took me a while to figure out, which is why I asked you. What is it like having a father who's incarcerated? Was he incarcerated your entire childhood? I mean, that's intense. It was intense from the age of 10 to till I graduated. Oh, so that's not college. Like, that's not like young. I mean, I mean, it's young. 10 years is young, but I mean, yeah. you had 10 years with your dad before that happened. Yes. Yeah. So that's. Which almost is more intense because it's like you have him and then he's taken yeah. away. That's yeah. almost like that's almost crazier because if you're a baby and your and your dad's incarcerated, then you don't really know any different. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely hard because you know my fondest memories of growing up were playing hockey and seeing my dad in the stands, and I I still remember like those images really vividly. And then when that whole thing happened, I just in I just kept moving forward like. He'd call once or twice a week. You have a collect call from so-and-so from Waco, Texas. It was just, I just moved forward and I accepted that relationship as it was. And it was funny. I just kept going forward for my brother. It was different. It was really hard for him. And to this day, I think he's got a lot of issues because older, younger, he's younger. And I, and I think he was younger and obviously it was younger when it occurred. Maybe I just was in a different place and I locked into different memories, but or two I am, you know, I just, I move forward. I just keep moving forward. What were the circumstances of him being incarcerated? And the reason I ask, is this like, was this like a violent crime? Was this no. something, oh, what, no, so it was, it was just something he got yeah, pitched for? Yeah, fraudulent, like, you know, he's, he was actually an entrepreneur himself and just tried to take the easy way. And I learned lessons from that. There's no easy way to do it. Sure, but in a way that's even maybe harder because you probably, like, the reason I asked, like, was it something violent? Is like, maybe like, hey, this guy's not being a good guy. But in this, like, maybe this guy took a chance that he shouldn't yeah. have. And then he's away and he's out of his kid's life. And, you know, yep. he, that probably That's, that's exactly him. what happened. The younger one, I what I've seen with any kind of trauma, it's maybe, I think it's easier for the older one because they've had the parent longer, maybe. Yeah. I noticed that yeah. uh, that with with the younger, that's sort of what happened with my sister too. I could tell like it, it affected her more than it did me because I was older. Yeah. So, so when you when your dad finally came out, was it back to normal for you, or was yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, for you? it was it was back to normal. You know, I just I live in that present, and I just take the best of it. Probably could have spent more time. Like I, you know, you're I was twenty one, twenty two. My life was just getting going. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with my life. I just graduated college. He was living in the city. I was in Westchester, which is just north of the city, New York. At least the city. I just assume everyone just knows what the city yeah. is. <laughs> he, you know, we get together as much as we could, and he was he was great. I mean, you still could not let go of like 
trying to get back to the top and where he was. And, and I'm like, dad, just relax and live your life. Like, let's just enjoy time together. And you don't have no much time left. You're, he was an older guy. He was, he was my, my mom's second marriage. So he was, he was older, you know, for, I think he got out in his 60, 65. We had 10 good years together. And then he passed when he was 75 with cancer. Rough. Do you think that part of the reason that you wanted to focus so much on mental health has anything to do with that or is it completely separated? And no. if what is the mental health aspect of this? For me, it was, you know, the the trauma of that last investment where, you know, I, I but prior to that, I had done really well. I, I owned agencies and I was in the action sport business and it done really, really well. So you'd always been an operator, always been an operator. And I had built this amazing little enterprise within action sports of this sales and marketing agency. And it was just the most fun you could ever imagine selling snowboards and all apparel and things like that. And we had a great team and I ended up exiting that business. And the next day I took the money and I invested in this other business without taking a moment to pause and think about what's next. You know, how, how do I really want to think about what I want to do? I got excited. I didn't show pause or, you know, concern for how it would affect everyone around me. And I just, I jumped in. Big mistake. I want to talk about that because I think I've seen a lot of our really successful friends hit it big with something. Like they'll hit it so big with this one thing, like an internet business, and then they'll make the money. And then immediately they have to go get a restaurant or a bar or put all their money somewhere. Or a new business or whatever. And what I've noticed is that this syndrome, and I, I need to make a name from it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like because you have had one big hit, you think everything else you're going to touch turns to gold and there's no pause and, and reflection. Yeah. It, would you like, what would you advise someone who has just hit it big or maybe just got like did, did well gambling stock market, whatever it is, what would you advise them? Yeah, I think it's the pause. I think it's taking a deep breath, taking a step back. What made you successful? Start, you know, let things happen, let them develop over time and, you know, take your time before you make that next step because it's, it's not every business requires a hundred different things to happen in order for it to be successful. And I think I, I thought I could take what, I did in action sports to CPG and foods and I did, but there was the, the outlying factor, which was, I, you know, I just wasn't in the right partnership with the right group that could take it to the next level. And that was something that was completely, completely out of my control. If someone's out there listening and they have a scarcity mindset, how did you switch your scarcity mindset to abundant? Are you reading books? Are you using wellness hacks? Like what are your tools that you go to? One of the things that helped me was really starting to surround myself with people that had been successful, that had either gone through challenges and overcome them or just live at this, this another frequency like a Rob. Rob. Rob is a great resource for me personally because Anytime the scary start to creep in and my energy starts to go down or I start any form of doubt, any form of doubt, whether it's little or small, a phone call with Rob, it's just like recharges your batteries and you're just like, you're back. So it's like, it's finding people like Rob to put in your life that just are pluses. He's a constant plus and it just recharges your, your mindset on anything is possible. And he's a perfect example of that. What are some th tips that he gives you when he when he talks to you? What's the pep talk look like? I mean, he he gives you grace, right? Like it, you could be a high performer and you got to grind, you got to do this, but like he he'll be the first one to tell me like 
it's okay. You're in it right now. You're in it. I'm through most of I'm through all of that. And I, I can afford this ability to have this type of discipline. And you know what? If you're doing a million things and you have to slip and have a cheeseburger because it makes you feel better, don't beat yourself up. And he's, he's, he's just the constant coach. Like, it's okay. You're in it and you're in it. And when you're out of it, you, you, you focus on the next thing, which is creating that discipline that helps you to maintain the, the further goals of your lifestyle. I think, you know, a lot of people w- w- feel like they have to do all this kind of crazy networking or they feel like, hey, I'm never going to meet the, this kind of like Rob or, yeah. or Chris or whoever it is. They feel like they don't have access to these people. And I, what I try to remind them is like, you don't, you know, not everybody starts with access, right? Right. Are there things that you've done in your life as an entrepreneur that have put you in a better position to get access to people like Rob or some other your, your previous business partners or investors? Because, you know, I've never personally been the guy that's at like the networking events and yeah. the cocktail and like standing there in a you know weird collared shirt to, you know, hopefully get someone's business. But I've always kind of figured a way to, you know, talk to the right people, right. at least at the time. And I, and I wonder if you've thought about that at all. Yeah, I thought about that a lot, especially my career in action sports. The biggest brand that we represented was Burton Snowboards. And it was run and owned by a, a family, the, the Carpenters. Jake Burton was the owner. That first year with, with the company, I realized like that relationship with Jake, if I could get to that point where I had one with him, would propel what I was doing in my business. And I spent time, you know, thoughtfully thinking about access to him, providing value to him, sending him emails where I knew there'd be need to be a response, putting myself in his world. And ultimately, you know, you become part of his inner circle. And that helped me in that career. With other things, I think it's like buyers or, you know, you're trying to get into Whole Foods or vitamin shop. It's, it's, you know, what are the tips and tricks to get to that buyer or working your, working your way through LinkedIn, finding you know, other people that are connected, looking for introductions. And when you say like emails that people need to respond to, is there, because I, you know, I think a lot of mistakes people make, at least this is how I feel about it, is a lot of people come in right away with an ask. Yeah. It's never an ask. It's always provide value. What do you think about this? Uh, Open-ended that needs a response that if you're a, you know, a pretty humble human being, you're going to respond because it would be rude not to. So just leaving those open-ended responses, I think are really important. Yeah, because I, I mean, I get a thousand LinkedIn messages and it's like so many, it's just like an ask and ask and then they yeah. bump and say, hey, politely bumping, bumping. And it's like, well, it's, it, you're coming in out of nowhere with right. some kind of crazy ask and it kind of puts the burden on the person as opposed to like coming in with value first. So then with Rob, you know, Rob was my like, it was this gateway that opened everything up in my mind. Like literally anything is possible. Rob Deerdick just partnered with me, put a lot of money in here, believes in me believes in what I want to build, we could fucking do anything. So next thing I know, you know, now it's, so when Rob invested, the, the concept was let's build the brand because when I brought it to him, it was called Feed Your Brain. It was not mine, right? It was not, it was just Feed Your Brain. It was a working title. So we went out, we said, okay, we're going to use this money to build the brand. We're going to do research. We're going to get ready to the point. We're ready to stand this thing up and push it out to the world. And then we'll make a decision whether or not we really want to do that. Let's see where we get. Okay. I can, I can dedicate a year of my life to doing that. And I had no doubt that we were going to make it. So we got to that point and we were both so ecstatic with how things turned out. The product looked great. It was tasting great. We made sure we had scalability in the product. Like if this thing goes, can we support it? Can we support it both from product, from the supply chain? And all the pieces were there. And then we needed to raise money. We need more because, you know, Rob was a 
great investor, but he's like, who else can we bring in that will bring strategic value? And so I put my network on the line first. And it's a lot of private equity guys that I, you know, either taken money from in the past through the other businesses or, you know, that I've spoken with. And I'm just like, I don't want to take money from private equity or VC because they always want to control the process or the product or the direction. And I didn't want to do that this time. Rob, to me, was like, this is something that we can do without them. Speak to that a bit, because again, I think you read so much or you have been reading so much in the press. Maybe it's a little different right now, but about taking VC money or private equity. Yep. Money. And I think a lot of young people that have not founded a business before, they think like, that's like, I got to go and pitch these people and get this kind of money. But I, I want you to maybe speak on some of the strings that come along with some of that kind of money. So the first one is what I just mentioned. Like a lot of times they'll, they'll see a path for your product that might not align with how you envision your product, the direction, the ingredients, the distribution channel or the products themselves. You know, maybe, you know, you, we've got chips and bars and, oh, you got to get rid of the bars. That category is just, it's a mess. You don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be part of that. And the next thing you know, we walked away from, you know, $8 million revenue stream that now I have to make up with another product that they're, they're left me holding the bag and I've got to figure out how to, how to grow. The second thing is growth. They want hockey stick growth all the time and they want it to be profitable. It's just really hard to do that in the first couple of years of your business. It's a lot of pressure to be under. And they don't care what the cash burn is. They just want to keep, they just want you to grow top line as fast grow as possible. Grow top line as fast as you can. Yeah. As you know, I have recently launched a diffuser with Canopy. It's the Skinny Confidential Times Canopy Diffuser. It has aromas that I took my time in picking for you guys. One is a vanilla honeysuckle. It's absolutely delicious. We also have an incense to wind down and then a juicy spritz to wake you up. So you got to grab the diffuser. It's pink. It fits perfect on your vanity. You could put it in your office, even in your kitchen. And the scents are insane. You also know that we have a Skinny Confidential Times Canopy humidifier. And here's the deal with the humidifier. I launched this with them about a year and a half ago. And this is literally plumping your skin while you sleep. So I actually dove into this subject and found that skincare experts and dermatologists have long touted the benefits of increased indoor humidity for healthy glowing skin. So I found that a humidifier has so many beauty benefits. Like who would have known? And another fun fact, having dry air in your environment can begin wrecking havoc on the skin in as little as 30 minutes. So to have that humidifier on combating dryness, and dullness is amazing for fine lines and wrinkles. I like to sleep with my humidifier on. You can even put your diffuser next to it. They match. They're both cute and adorable. Canopy has mist-free hydration. It's invisible. It's clean moisture, which is the best for your skin and your health. They also have this filter that catches irritating minerals, bacteria, and other nasty stuff. So there's no mold. You're going to go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy humidifier purchase today with a Canopy's filter subscription. Even better, use code SKINNY at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Check out the Skinny Confidential times Canopy. Your skin will thank you. Lately, like everyone else, I've been following what's been going on on Twitter. I just can't take my eyes off it. It's like the craziest platform in the world right now. And one of the threads that popped up is said, what is the best supplement company? A lot of people were saying Athletic Greens, and they weren't saying it because it was the highest quality, which it is. And they weren't saying it because it's the greatest supplement, which it is. They were saying because it is the most effective if you were only going to pick one supplement. And I tend to agree. It is your one-stop shop for all of your greens, your prebiotics, your probiotics, your vitamins, your minerals, 
everything in one scoop of green powder that you can just dump in your water each morning. Like I said, there's so many supplement options out there. There's so many different vitamins. We've talked about thousands of them on this show. But if I could only recommend one as your one-stop shop that gives you a big bang for your buck and a little bit of everything, it would be Athletic Greens. Like I said, this is the best option for easy, optimal nutrition out there. You take one scoop of Athletic Greens and you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And like I said, it tastes good as well. So if you're just going for impact and you want something that's going to get the job done, I highly, highly recommend this product. They also make travel packs that I bring with me every time I travel so that I have something on the go. I take it each morning and I don't have to carry 18 different things. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your own health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com skinny. Again, that is athleticgreens.com skinny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. athleticgreens.com skinny. Moon juice. I have been going to moon juice for the past probably seven years. It was all the rage when I first moved to LA and I still go there every single time I'm in LA. They have potions, they have lotions, they have all the things. And they have this thing that is going to help you sleep. It helps with healthy brain activity, deep sleep, muscle relaxation, and a sense of calm. And it is their magnesium powder. They call it meditation that you can sip. (laughs) Sign me up. So I make a vitamin water is what I call it every single night. And I tell Zaza, I say, do you want a sip of vitamin water? And every night she has a sip and I have a whole cup. Michael does it too. And it's a way for us to wind down at night. So easy. It's one tablespoon in water. I don't even froth it, you guys. I just put a scoop of the powder. It tastes delicious. I mix it up with a straw and I drink it down. Okay. It tastes like kind of like berries. And it's sweetened with monk fruit. So it's not sweetened with all this this weird shit. All their ingredients are obviously 100% traceable and they're sustainably sourced. They are very, very, very serious about their ingredients. What you can expect from their magnesium powder is a deeper sleep and relaxation. There is a lot of magnesium powders on the market. I'm sure you can think of some. But this one is bioavailable magnesium. And this is going to give you a timed release calm that literally winds you down in 20 minutes. And this is one of those things you try it once and you'll feel exactly what I'm talking about. If you want a deeper sleep, relaxation, muscle relaxation, less jaw clenching, and a decrease in PMS symptoms, you have to check out some magnesium, okay? To get the sleep of your dreams, head to moonjuice.com skinny and use code skinny at checkout for 20% off. That's moonjuice.com skinny. When I was pitching... My brand, Skinny Confidential, when, before I launched it, I was pitching ice rollers mm-hmm. to these guys in suits. And they were like, no one's going to use a roller on their face. And I was Keep like, in mind, a lot of these guys were like puffy, old, and free. Yeah. No, I was yeah. like, you literally need lymphatic drainage immediately. First of all, everyone's going to use a roller on their face. But can you speak to people that just are committed to saying no when when they don't really understand the market. I'm sure you've had a lot of no's. A lot of no's. Because when whenever someone says they get a fuck yes, I know there's a lot of no's behind that. There's a lot. There's a million no's before the first one yes. And the other, the last thing I would mention too is, is, is private equity and VC. It doesn't always come at a value. I think there's a, a big disadvantage and you're, you're probably going to give away a lot more than you would with, with a family fund or 
friends and family round or, or other strategics outside of VC. So other paths are if you've got a great product, and this is a great way to know if you have a great product, is go to your manufacturer. See if he'll invest. If he's going to invest in you because he believes in your product, he's doing this shit for a ton of other people, you've got something. You've got something exciting. So I'd look at your manufacturers. I'd look at your ingredient and your supply chain. All those guys are doing really well and they see a lot of businesses and they're open to exploring ways to grow their business. And if they can get in early with something that they believe in, it's a great possibility and you're going to get it a value. And now you've got- um, Somebody who's vested in helping you grow your business but, too. But you're, and, and you're, building, you're building margin. You're building a better scale in your business. There's a lot of millennials listening. Let's say they want to build a business. What are some mistakes that you're seeing people who start out? You obviously have been around the block. You have history. You've seen things that work, that stick, that don't stick. What are some things you see people doing wrong? I think a lot of people try to get too far ahead too fast. Go slow. It's fine. Being, going slow is totally acceptable. In, in, it took me four years to launch my product. Yeah, that's four okay. Four years. And how's it doing? It's doing good. (laughs) It's doing good. But it did take four years of nothing. I mean, working on it. So I I told patience is underestimated. Patience is underestimated. I think taking your time is really important. Um, Don't burden yourself with the pressure of more, more. I got to do this. Social media, influencers. One thing at a time. One step at a time. Day by day. Just build it slow. Okay? Slow and steady. The next thing is research. I said in the beginning, I never really believed or valued market research, understanding your audience. It was a game changer for us. Like it completely changed the brand, our direction. And even when I, even when we did in the beginning and it was a real sticking point for Rob and I'm so glad he did it was I, we didn't follow it. We didn't live by it. And then we ended up doing more market research. And guess what? We learned the same things that we had learned in the beginning. So now it's like, we live and die by our market research and our audience. This is who we're talking to. We know her name. We know what she looks like. We know what she likes. And, and then when we, whenever we make a decision, we say, well, by the way, our person is, her name is Sarah Avia. <laughs> it's, will Sarah like hey, this? Hey, Sarah. Yeah. So, so will Sarah like this? And, and, and it, it guides a lot of our decisions. I think the market research and audience data is really important. And if anyone's listening and you don't have money to do market research, here's my advice. You sh- you can create content and content market before you launch a product. So say you don't have funds to market research. Like what I chose to do was I chose to just create a lot of content and find the Sarah yeah. through the content by talking directly to the audience. Yeah before I launched products. So people who are like, well, I don't have money for market research, then start creating the content, put it out there, see what sticks and actually talk to the audience. How do you guys make sure that what you're creating the audience loves? Are you in communication with them? Are you doing like studies? What's, what do you guys do? What's the back end? Yeah, it's all of it. It's, you know, traditional market research studies, those are expensive. And, And that's a great point. I think going out, using social media, surveys, survey monkeys through your email, understanding early sales, who, who's purchasing this product? Why are they purchasing this product? In the early days, I'd reach out with an email or a phone call, like a crazy person, like, hey, it's Bernie. You just bought this bar from us and I'd love to know what you think. And we start getting some research from that. And it, it really, it started to pay off. We learned a lot in the early days. We're still learning a lot. 
If you were to give our audience one piece of advice when it comes to launching a brand from scratch, what would it be? There's so many different things. R&D, if you're thinking about CPG in this space, I think R&D is very expensive, but learning some tips and tricks around that are important. One of the things that I would share with everyone out there is that every ingredient supplier out there in this space has some type of formulation team and they will formulate products for you in exchange for you using their ingredients in your product. Six million years ago, when I first launched my blog, I tried to tried to make my juice cleanse idea come to life. This is like literally one year into I blogging. forgot about that. And I got set up with a really spammy guy company that wanted to charge all this money to create this juice cleanse. This is like literally 13 years ago. Is is what do you have to avoid in the food industry when it comes to people like kind of like snake oiling you? Transparency around ingredients, knowing where they're coming from, what, you know, who's making them, where they're being manufactured. There's a lot of manufacturers in the U.S., but they're buying from Thailand and all these other strange places. I think understanding the supply chain is really important. And I think just 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 having a grasp on, you know, what's what's most important to you and does that person align? What's the product that everyone should try from MindRight? I mean, we just launched these chips. They're delicious. They are, you know, when we first set out to start this business. Cinnamon churro. Oh, man. Those are a little decadent, but then we've got a chili lime and turmeric ranch. When we first set out, it was incorporating, picking some superfoods, whether it be nuts, coconut, all traditional blueberries, and pairing them with other nootropics, the lion's mane, things like that. It became what it is today is it's not just about putting things in. It's about what are what's in our foods today that are causing us to feel like shit. Toxic seed oils, processing aids, maltodextrin, preservatives, artificial flavors. You turn over a bag of Doritos, it's scary. It's just some scary, scary stuff in there. MSG, artificial color, dye yellow six, red 14, whatever. There's so much stuff in there that doesn't really need to be there. So we started looking at that and it's driving the future of where we want to go with the products. It's really being conscious about what we're taking out. And now, you know, it's not just the nootropics that are going in. It's what are, what are the things that we're missing? What are the new nutritional gaps in our diet that we're missing? Most Americans are magnesium deficient. It's a big topic. We always talk about it. It's finding magnesium rich ingredients that we can, you know, source from nature. Marine magnesium is amazing. We're, we're starting to work with some of that. And then we've got plants. And that was in your bar, by the way. It was My bar yeah. was good. Your bar was that good. Was damn good. It was loaded. Polyphenols, so understanding good. like antioxidants and, 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 you know, focused, getting really focused in on anti-aging and neural pathways and how to feel better from the foods that we eat. And this, these chips have garlic powder, onion powder. They have lion's mane, ginseng extract. Yeah. I mean- this it's is delicious. legit. This is this needs to replace B12, Doritos. And yeah. I mean, I love flaming hot Cheetos more than anything. But the second that I eat one, I want 600. Why is that? It's because it's addicting shit in it. MSG. Right. Yeah. So now I'm going to switch over to turmeric ranch. We'll make you, we'll make you a flaming hot. I can't make me a flame. If you make, make me a flame, hot. make me a flaming hot. I gotcha. Can we do a giveaway for all of your favorite products Let's to one it. audience member? Let's do it. Okay, you guys, all you have to do is tell us your takeaway from this episode on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick and follow at Get Mind Right on Instagram. Yep. 
And we'll send you like a huge goodie bag situation so you can try all of these brand Chips, foods. bars, all sorts of stuff. Chips, food, all the different kinds of things. And definitely listen to that podcast with Rob so you can also get context of, of how you guys met. He talked about that a lot. You two together seem like a dynamic duo. Yeah. Where can everyone find the company? Where can they shop? Pimp yourself out. Yeah, getmineright.com. All the products are available there. We're also available on Amazon. And then we're making our way to retail. Sprouts, nationwide right now. Awesome. You're on the West Coast, Gelson's, Central Market, soon to be H-E-B. And it's made with 100% avocado no oil. No seed oils. I love to see it. Make no me a flaming hot. The seed oils are getting people. The seed oils people. are getting You know, a lot of people talk about sugar and, and it's like the, the big bad wolf, but it's really, there's so many other things that are just causing more harm in your gut. And we're really focused on that gut brain connection. You guys, the chili lime pop chips and the turmeric ranch pop chips, young. I don't know, Lord, it might be the cinnamon churro. Thank you. Thank you, Bernie, for coming on. You're amazing. And next time you and Rob have to come on together and you guys can recreate oh, the man. pitch. You probably were nervous need, of that. We might need an extra hour for oh that. Oh my one. God. Yeah. I would have had to like take a Xanax yeah. to make sure I was right. I'm Thanks, Bernie. I'm <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to go to shopskinnyconfidential.com for tomorrow's Black Friday sale. You guys, 25% off individual products and 30% off kits. And be sure to enter the giveaway with MindRight. Hope you guys love this show with MindRight and you have a happy Thanksgiving if you're celebrating. We will see you on Monday. Let's talk about aminos. Keon, one of our favorite new products. If you listen to episode 507 with Angelo Keeley, you heard all about amino acids, essential aminos, and the missing ingredient to losing weight and building lean muscle. I got turned on to Keon years ago, and it's been a huge game changer for my fitness journey, weight loss, building muscle, keeping muscle. I tend to have a rough time keeping muscle on if I'm on the go. We've talked about it on the show all the time. I forget to eat sometimes. I get really busy. And muscle is really hard to keep if you're not having these essential amino acids. Enter Keon. Keon Aminos is my fundamental supplement for fitness. That is the one supplement to help my body stay toned all year round. Take Keon Aminos every day, any time of day to naturally boost energy, to satiate hunger, and to support fat loss and a toned physique. So the way that I use this product is every time I'm about to go to the gym, about an hour before I have this in a scoop of water, one scoop of Keon. And then when I'm working out, I actually use this with a little bit of creatine to get a better workout. So during the workout, it's giving me more energy. It's giving me more focus. I feel like I get a little bit of a better pump. Lauren loves it. Everybody loves it. And it's something I just think is essential to add to your fitness routine. Another way I do it when I have my off days is I take Keon Aminos first thing in the morning to jumpstart my metabolism and then use it as a snack and anytime I have a craving for something sweet. It's backed by over 20 years of clinical research, highest quality ingredients, no fillers or junk, undergoes rigorous quality testing and tastes amazing with natural flavors. You can now save 20% on monthly deliveries and 10% on one-time purchases. Just go to getkeon.com skinny. That's G-E-T-K-I-O-N dot com slash skinny to get my fundamental supplement for fitness, Keon Aminos. Enjoy.